Are you at a career crossroads and thinking about what's next for you? For career change tips, stories and resources, sign up to our newsletter at whatshedidnext.com.au. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What She Did Next. I'm your host, Jackie Uwe, and this is a podcast where I talk to women about their inspiring career changes. up season four of the show with our always popular highlights episode. If you're new to the show, this is where you can get a little taster of the stories we've shared. And if you like what you hear, you can scroll back through the feed to find the full episodes. This season, we've been chatting to women who've made all sorts of inspiring career changes at all different stages of their careers, from their 30s right through to their 50s. Some of these women have redesigned their careers in some way, by going freelance or starting a business, while others have completely changed industries. And they've got so many great insights to share for anyone out there who might be thinking about making a career change, but maybe you're not quite sure what you want to do next, or even whether you're making the right decision. Here at What She Did Next, we're all about women making brave choices in their careers, so I hope you hear something in these conversations that inspires your next move. I also encourage you to sign up to our newsletter where you'll find even more stories, tips and resources to help women on their career change journeys. And you'll also be first to hear about some exciting new projects we've got coming up. And now onto the show. If you're after a more flexible work life, you will love our chat with Emma McMillan, who shared her story of building a successful freelance business after experiencing burnout in her teaching career. Six years into her business as a copywriter and copy coach, she has tons of great insights to share about the process she went through to change her career, how she chose what to do next, and what's helped her along the way. Here's Emma. Changing career is such a big decision. You can't just sort of, you know, dip in and out of that thought process. You really need to give it some space. And so when I was on leave, my son was born and I spent the following um, t- almost 12 months at home with him. You know, it was busy, but it was also pretty monotonous and repetitive <laughs> at times. Mm. And I felt like I had some space to just explore, you know, what else I could do. And it started with looking for another role. Um, out of teaching, I thought, oh, maybe I'll work, you know, um, in an education program, or maybe I will follow writing or communications into like an arts education um, or arts, you know, program um, Mm. or organization, or maybe I'll, I don't know. And I just couldn't find the job that I thought that I might want. And then I thought, well, I'm just going to make it myself then. If you're passionate about fashion, travel and helping people, you'll love our chat with Sharmini Weerasekara, who started her career as a pharmacist and is now making a name for herself as a conscious fashion designer. Sharmini talks about how she set up her purpose-driven label with no formal training or business background, all while juggling her day job, and how she's now helping marginalised women here in Australia and overseas. Here's Sharmini. So yeah, I graduated pharmacy and I got my dream job in a hospital um, and I've pretty much worked in hospital my whole career and that was always what I thought I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, I've probably 
three years in, I sort of realized that, you know, while I was helping people and it is an amazing job and I'm very grateful to have it, especially during this time, it just wasn't lighting me up. And I felt really lost and confused. And, you know, I've worked for years, even in high school, we're working towards this. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm there and I just, I just didn't feel it. And so sort of in true eat, pray, love style, I, um, I decided to quit and I went traveling. If you're concerned about tackling the climate crisis, you will love our conversation with Tamara Patelin, who made a very inspiring career change from the world of magazines to become a sustainability consultant. Now is the co-founder of Greener Matters with her friend Erin. She helps businesses get started on their sustainability journey, and she very candidly shares how they got their own consultancy off the ground without really knowing what they were doing. Here's Tamara. Oh, we didn't have a clue. Honestly, Jackie, we were clueless. <laughs> you just go out and you start somewhere. We The first four or five months, we completely wasted, now we see, we didn't realise we were wasting the time. It seemed we were doing great things at the time. Mm-hmm. Now we look back and realise we were wasting that time. But that was part of the process of getting to to where we did need to be. Do you see what I mean? So you mm. you go out there and you the main thing is you talk to people. You go to the networking events. You join those little groups that are in the realm of what you're doing. You go and ask people. And I think one of the biggest things is to realize that if you are got a question in your head, I know this is a, such a cliche, but oh, my Lord, it's true, then so does most other people. If you don't get it, then other people don't get it either. And just ask. If you've been working at the same company for more years than you'd care to remember, you'll love our conversation with TV legend Jane Hutchin, the former host of One Plus One, who recently left her long and successful career at the ABC to become creator-in-chief of her own projects. What you might not know is that Jane grappled with that decision for a number of years, and it was actually doing an annual stock take of her happiness that helped her see which way to go. Here's Jane. So I'd start making notes in my phone about, um, you know, am I happy? And I'd always do it at the beginning of each year, and I'd see where I'd progressed, you know, have things changed. And I realised that you know, may, so maybe I started that in 2014 or 2015. Right. And I think the things that made me happy, apart from my family, um, I love travel. And in fact, I had missed um, travel. And I was finding that it was things about creating, creating my own projects and mm-hmm things that I wanted to do outside one plus one. But then I had this amazing pull because that's where I got a lot of my learning from. And, you know, that was my intellectual boost for the week. So it was this dilemma. So at first the stock take would sort of note all these other elements. And then as the years went on, it just, you know, the one voice that just did keep repeating itself in my head was leave the ABC leave the ABC. If you're a woman breaking barriers in a male-dominated industry, you'll love our chat with Dervila McGowan, who made a fascinating career shift from research scientist to award-winning gin maker. 
Derv actually has a PhD in microbiology and was all set for a career in academia before deciding to use her skills in a different way to pursue her interest in craft gin. Now as founder and CEO at Anthe Spirits, a business she started with her hubby, she is passionate about supporting and empowering more women to join her. Here's Derv. When I started the gin brand with Seb, I was still, it was one foot in each camp. Uh, but then to move away from that was a bit of a loss. Like there was a little bit of sort of sadness to be moving away from that mm. scientific process and that scientific career. Um, but then I just realized that I was having way more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what does that all mean anyway? Nothing. It just means, you know, what you think of yourself. Mm. So what you do is you just change how you think of, about yourself. And the way I did that was, you know, what, what value, where's the values placed? Mm. And the value, a lot of the value was how I was thought about by other people that I was placing. And it took to make that realization. And that, that isn't just a big epiphany one day. Oh gosh, it's, you know, I'm worried mm. about how I'm perceived by um, professors and associate professors and colleagues and that I may be not good enough. Um, so that took a process of about six months to a year for me to, to understand that and I had a little bit of help with that. If you've never been able to settle on just one career interest, you'll love our chat with Melissa Chan, who is the definition of what Elizabeth Gilbert calls a hummingbird with her multi-passionate career. Mel has done everything from working in PR to working for a PM to management consulting to writing and making a documentary film. And she's now about to launch an exciting new venture of her own. Here's Mel. I um, have reflected a lot on this and, and there have definitely been times throughout my career where, you know, I've gone from one thing to the next or reflected on what to do next and, you know, often been like, God, like I just wish I wanted, to, you know, I just wanted to be like a lawyer or like a doctor or a teacher or something that is quite defined in terms of progression in some ways, you know, or yes. a specialist in something. And so I've definitely had um, pangs of, of longing <laughs> for, that, <laughs> for that type of life. Um but, you know, I, when I reflect on, I guess, my career, if you like, um, or even just my life to date, um, a lot of it has just been a process of self-discovery um, or getting mm. to know myself and being okay with how that presents in my life as well. And finally, if you've ever dreamed of leaving your corporate career to work for a charity, you'll find our chat with Jen Webster very enlightening indeed. Jen moved into the world of not-for-profits after being made redundant from her role in the IT industry. And while it wasn't easy to get her foot in the door, she's since found her niche in what she describes as the gritty end of the charity sector and is now the marketing manager at Odyssey House, New South Wales. Here's Jen. I kind of had to start from scratch again. So I almost had to just swallow my pride and go, okay, look, you know what, if that's what it takes, I'll take an entry level. I was so determined to get into the not-for-profit sector that I went, whatever it takes, I'll just get in and prove my worth and build up my skills. Mm. I found it was quite insular as a sector. Well, a lot of recruiters would say, oh, but you don't have not-for-profit experience, to which I'd say, well, how do I get that experience if <laughs> no one hires me? So, you know, I just – I 
basically just kept going to anyone saying, what do I need to do? So Mm -hmm. I'd go to recruiters and say, teach me what I need to do. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed hearing these snippets from our guests. And if you are exploring what else might be out there for you, you might also want to check out our bonus episode with Kathy Garabelli from Swinburne Online. She talks about the latest career change trends and her best tips for women who might be thinking about returning to study. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back with more soon. You can find all of our episodes on our website at whatshedidnext.com.au. And don't forget to check out our new story section while you're there. If you're enjoying these conversations, we'd love if you could share the link with a friend or leave us a kind review. And if you'd like to stay in touch, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn at What She Did Next Podcast. Or subscribe to our newsletter at whatshedidnext.com.au. What She Did Next is produced and hosted by me, Jackie Uwe. Our associate producer is Catherine Cavill. And this podcast is made on Darawal Country. Thanks for listening.